Hey guys, you ready to let the dogs out? What? Do what? <laughs> let the dogs out, you know, like, who let the dogs out? Who, who? Who brought this guy? You're not really wearing that, are you? Wearing what? The man purse. You actually gonna wear that? You guys just fucking with me. It's where I keep all my things. I get a lot of compliments on this. Plus, it's not a man purse, it's called a satchel. Indiana Jones wears one. Welcome, everybody, to Back in My Day. My name's David Petrangelo. This is the podcast with the not-so-typical, stereotypical. Wow, I'm, I'm good at this, guys. Wow. I've only done this how many times now? 90, roughly, I think we've had. Oh, good. It's only live. It only matters now. You're the professional, I mean. <laughs> Thanks. At least uh, <laughs> someone can call me a professional. I don't know that I actually am. Uh, the not-so-stereotypical millennials talk all things nerdy from our past, 80s, 90s, 2000s, and stuff from today as well. I'm joined by this week once again, Michael R. Power, or Amina, and Ian <laughs> Walter. <laughs> Mike, did you steal your wife's phone? <laughs> I don't know. It's her Zoom, I guess. Yeah, just do that. Um, okay, so I thought I would do this. I, I don't know. It's sort of random that it's happening now. It's not like there's anything huge in Smash Brothers happening right now. I know they announced a couple new fighters or something recently. In the mm-hmm. last few months, I haven't really kept up with it and haven't really bought any of those like DLC characters in the new one. But I was playing um, Super Mario Land 2 and Wario Land uh, last week around Mario Day. And um, there were so many random enemies in those games mm-hmm. that I, I completely never really thought of when I was a kid. So, for example, there was levels in Mario Land 2 where... You're in a tree. The world is in a tree and there's like five or six levels in a tree. And there's ants that have like, like rockets on their heads and they're shooting like little bullets at Mario and stuff. It's just like, what I've never seen that anywhere else. And why is that in like a Mario game? It just seemed like out of place to me for whatever reason. I go, Oh, maybe something like that. Or like, they should be a bunch of different types of ants as random characters in smash brothers. Never mind adding all these stupid (laughs) other characters that everybody knows about. Let's just get all these random ones and put them all together. Um, Anyways, it was just like a random thought I had where everyone gets really worked up about these next characters for smash bros, which is totally fair. And you know, it's a very big game for competitiveness and stuff too, especially the new one and, the uh, GameCube one as well. GameCube, but, yeah. And those two, they're great games, but like the roster just keeps building for this new one. So I thought we could talk about one characters that we want to see in Smash Brothers. And I know it's been an on and off discussion for probably years at this point, but I figured, you know, let's pick a couple. Let's, let's throw our hats in the ring. In. Let's throw our hats in the ring. Yeah, exactly. Some exactly. Out there. Let's try it out. So um, that was my first random thought. That's not really my first pick. but So I the ants just- from... From, from Mario, Mario Land? From the Mario oh. Land, from the Mario Land tree level. <laughs> like playable characters, not just characters that come out as an item. You know, there's characters that come exactly. out as Exactly. These would be sometimes. playable characters. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. So, um, so Mike, you got, you got one queued up. That's like, yeah, I got one list. queued up. I, I decided I would go one kind of realistic and one okay. like pipe dream kind of character. Ooh. So my realistic one uh, was Gengar. I think Gengar would be cool. Uh, I think he'd be like, he'd play kind of like Jigglypuff. He could put people to sleep. He could kind of like do the multiple jump Kirby float 
thing. Yeah. Because he's kind of like a round guy. Yeah, I feel like his uh, jump, because he's a ghost, could kind of be like, um, who has the jump where they sort of teleport in the new one? I think it might be Zelda. She sort of like disappears and appears in a different spot. It, it works yeah. the same as a regular jump. You get to the same distance, I think, or mm -hmm. roughly. But it, it looks cool because he's a ghost and he sort of zooms over and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, that would be, cool. be cool. He could put people to sleep like Jigglypuff. Maybe have yeah. a dream eater as one of his things. Like when they're asleep, he he like hits them and does more damage. Um, cool so he's my favorite. So I thought that would be cool. And it's in the Nintendo nintendo world so they have the license and everything like yeah super, i guess be that's, super that's easy part of the caveat is that it kind of uh, needs to be a nintendo character well yeah. that's why i did realistic then my pipe dream <laughs> character my unrealistic character which i think would fit into smash would be awesome would be goku from dragon ball z what? Oh. Yeah. i think him and smash would be awesome because he has his kamehameha and he has like his like energy stuff he, he shoots which was like fit in perfect for like you could pick his moves so easily you know it would be really cool if, as goku let me just interject real quick here mm -hmm. is if you as you fight you start off super weak but if you're like off in the on by yourself you can do push-ups and like level up oh uh, go super like saiyan like, like you have yeah to build towards be, super saiyan oh, yeah that'd be cool dope. they could do so much with him because he's such a like character that's been around so long such a rich like uh different versions and stuff to choose from right like yeah, yeah. different versions of so many shows and manga and stuff so man if they could like secure like somehow like they've done crazy things they got like solid snake in there and stuff like that from metal gear series yeah they so got sonic and they stuff, yeah. they can pick people well, from other franchises sonic like yeah i know that yeah. it has to be nintendo but i mean sonic mm -hmm. wasn't traditionally nintendo and that's so actually the first thing they, they, they can get anybody right yeah so there you go but that's my picks those are great picks um looking at i guess the the universally considered the best one is the GameCube one, right? The Melee? I think so. I think it's had yeah. the most competitiveness as well. Most um, success. Or, or at least yeah. for yeah. us guys, is most like nostalgic, right? Because mm -hmm. when I think about Smash Bros, I always think about the characters from that game. I don't even remember how few characters there were in the original. See, that's um, what I think of. So I think few. of the 64 yeah. one. I think there was 10 or so. Yeah. I, you know, it, there really wasn't much at, at all. Yeah. Like, I always liked playing as Luigi, but then when we got to Melee, I liked some of the bigger bats, like Bowser and Gandalf. Mm -hmm. So my pick would also be from the Mario realm, and it'd be King Boo. And much Ooh. like Mike's pick as uh, Gengar, it'd be like a ghostly kind of, he could do the Kirby flow, but he can also, uh, like, make you freeze and, like, you know, stuff like that. So I like that. That's pretty sweet. That's cool. Because I was thinking Mario Kart characters, and I was kind of like, they're all in it. But maybe, but yeah. Boo, you're right. Boo is in Mario Tennis. He's in Mario Karts. And he's not in, uh, maybe he's an item, but he's not a playable character in Smash. No, so. he's not. No, that, I that think... seems to fit. That seems yeah, to fit. Yeah, it really does, like actually. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. That actually another one is, uh, okay, so we have Star Fox, and I'm pretty sure Falco's like Falco's one of the only it. other yeah. ones, right? Yeah. There's no, none of the other characters. So I would love to see Slippy Toad. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> um, he, he does make kind of an appearance in Brawl a little bit as like a side oh, character, he? but he's not a playable like featured character. And they love doing mm -hmm. that in Smash Bros, where they can make a character that's like a clone of another character, and they just tweak the like speed or damage or tweak the moves yeah. a little bit. Like it's the same move, it just works a bit differently. And so Slippy could be a version of Fox or Falco, yeah, yeah. Wolf. And he'd be a bit more of a strategic player because he wouldn't be, you know, he'd be like the engineer, the inventor. 
Mm-hmm. He'd be I, he'd be over in, on the side whining that that his teammates are getting hurt and that's are, right, that's are right. calling for help. You'd have to go save him. Is his ultimate him smash like calling colors. for help? Picture him as like a glass cannon, glass um, cannon type character. Like, uh, does a lot of damage, but like can get can get hit for a lot. Yeah, that'd but, be cool. But though. Mike, you made the point drawing from Nintendo characters, but I'd be remiss if I didn't bring up a character that I would love to see in there. Being in that, we've been talking about this a lot recently in Mortal Kombat. I'd love to see some reptile or some sub-zero. Oh, that's a good scorpion. pull. Yeah. You know, reptile They could do sure. cool, just like they did with with uh, Ryu and Ken. Like, you could do some yeah. really cool stuff. Like, you'd have to get pretty close, potentially, depending on, on what character they put in. But their hits are hard, and their combos are cool. Like, you could really, they feel so much different than the rest of the characters. That's a great idea, yeah. That's a good pull. Yeah, yeah Mortal so Kombat are, characters in general. Those are my picks. Awesome. But I mentioned yeah. uh, my favorite character to play as originally was Luigi. Uh, did they ever do the Luigi's Mansion version in, in Smash? No, actually, no, they not that I'm didn't. aware. Because that would they be have a level. Incredible. They have a level in the they new one, um, in Ultimate, but they don't have. That would be him, incredible yeah. if you could do like the Gooigi and all that stuff. That yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. Or even like uh, on the same uh, same life, because they have Doctor Mario. But they don't have um, like Mario Sunshine. You know, he right. he has a move in Ultimate where he has the he has the water pack, but it's just That's one true. of his multiple moves. Um, yeah. So like separate thing, you know, with his the backpack, Luigi would have you know the vacuum, and he would he could maybe act like Kirby, similar. Yeah, so suck people in and stuff like that. Yeah, um, nice. Yeah, actually, those are those are really good fits too, man. Those uh, those two are great. Pulls. Yeah. Did you I have for did me, you have more days? Yeah, for me, I would. Yeah, mine was that was more like a joke. I don't know why I was, when I was playing it, I was like, "Oh, this could be a Smash character." I have no idea why that came to mind, but um, I I actually think to to complete the quote unquote main trifecta of the Donkey Kong characters, Dixie Kong would be really cool. Mm. Um, and I think uh, I I don't love playing Diddy Kong, but I do really like playing as Donkey Kong. So <laughs> she would maybe be a bit of a mix, I think, and think she might be a little bit cool. She has the long hair, so maybe it could be. I know that Donkey Kong, I think it's his up and B move. He does like the spin with his arms and he's kind of always done that. She could do that with her hair and she could, you know, fly and stuff. Cause that's her move in the games and stuff. And, and I like, you know, I like her character and everything. So that's the first thing um, that came to mind. And then um, I don't know. I feel like I, there, there's a lot of Pokemon you can pick from, but maybe they can do like the Pokemon trainers really fun to play in the new one. And they could intersect, they could maybe do like a different trainer that has a different set of of pokemon it's funny you say that i was gonna say like team rocket would be cool yeah yeah and you could use their pokemon yeah yeah and you could use like uh yeah like ekans or coughing and meowth or something right like something like that instead of bulbasaur and charmander and uh or charizard you could you could do that you could use whatever pokemon the team rocket people use that would be cool exactly and and because they have like you said and you mentioned mortal kombat but they already have started with the Street Fighter characters. So why not a really cool Street Fighter character like uh, Dalsim or Blanca, which are ones that people really yeah. love, or Chun-Li, you know? Like those ones would be really cool because especially someone like Blanca and Dalsim, they have really weird abilities compared to other fighters in the game. I think they're a little bit more unique. So you could do some really wild things with them. So I think those two would be cool. You pull from some, I don't, I'm not as familiar with the newer Street Fighter characters, but those guys could be cool too. Those characters. So, um, and then another uh, another one could be um, just like just enemies from games. You know, like ones that you don't really think of. Like I don't know that the, that people really would have thought of. Um, 
you know, the ice climbers and stuff like that. They're not enemies, but like, you know, right. these sort of like offshoot characters that, that you might notice in the background or something like that, that would be kind of cool. Like there's a lot of Zelda characters you could do that with. Um, and there's a lot of like, what about like the shy guys? You know, those guys are, 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 you could, you could sort Dude, of do the, like ma- a- the amount that they have to choose from is literally endless because they have know, every Nintendo going, game right? yeah. <laughs> and there's a mil- like million uh, iconic characters. So it is always such a funny thing whenever they announce a character, because it's always such bittersweet to the yeah. people online. You have like so many people because everyone's rooting for their favorite character and their favorite game. And so exactly. I, uh, naturally you have more angry people because you can only release one character. And so the few people that like that game, that character are obviously happy, but then everyone else seems to be angry and they want their character. So yeah. it's like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. it's just this crazy thing, but like, I'd just be happy that they're, you know, we live in a time where there's a game that they can even keep releasing characters. Cause we're from an age, like we said earlier, where our super smashlers game, there was like 10 characters and yep. the ones that came with the game are the only ones you got to play over and over and over. Yep. So well, I, I can look at, I can look at the DLC fighters right now that they've released for the game for the newest one. And I recognize three of the characters because I never had any experience with, um, uh, oh my God, Mike, now, now I'm drawing a blank. Fire Emblem? Um, yeah, Fire Emblem. So, you know, yeah. a couple Fire Emblem, there's already a, a bunch in it and then they added a couple more. Like, I don't know who these characters are. Well, that's the thing. They have to cater not just to the North American audience, right? So 100%. And, and Fire Emblem such a huge series. Why would they ignore yeah. it? Right? Yeah. So, um, but, you know, I... I was very tempted, very tempted. You know how much I like Banjo-Kazooie? I was very tempted to drop like five bucks. Oh, you didn't that. buy Banjo-Kazooie? I didn't. Wow. I didn't. At this That's point, surprising. maybe it's cheaper. Maybe I should. But um, You definitely I, should. Yeah, I know. I, I, honestly, <laughs> like I, I probably should because like... No, if you still play the game, it's probably worth it. But if you've moved on, then it's you know. yeah. I mean, I, I I pick it up just to play a couple rounds, and that's about it. But uh, mm-hmm. at this point, it's what three years old now. So um, yeah, so those are our picks. I, Nothing crazy, I don't think. But at the same time, I think, uh, like you said, Mike, I think you, I think you put it well that um, everyone's going to have their their favorites. Everyone's going to sort of vie for them. But it doesn't mean it's it's a it's a bad thing if that one character or two characters don't get in there at some point. So, um, so boys, I think it's time to get back to our tried and true. I say this every time I bring it up, but it's like one of the reasons why we started the show is to look back at all these different releases of games and movies and, and TV shows and just... It keeps us honest, right? Keeps it us keeps honest. us feeling yeah, old. Yeah. Keeps <laughs> us honest, keeps us feeling old, all those things all together. Yeah, exactly. So um, we're sitting in the middle of March, March 16th to be exact, the day that we're recording. So during this week, there's there's a few things that are out. Um, as of today, which I, I've put out the social media post about it too, and this is like a monumental movie because it's 20 years to the day that Memento came out. I guess I've already told you about my condition. Funny every time I see you. You don't remember where you've been or what you've just done. I can't make new memories. Everything just fades. And Memento is, you know, maybe not the nerdiest movie. And okay, 20 years isn't that long ago. I mean, we were still, you know, teenagers and stuff at the time, but like, Memento is a huge movie and from a director that we've talked about time and time and time again. So um, Ian, what's your, uh, what's your relationship with Memento? Let's start with that. All right. Well, uh, I remember buying the, the collector's edition DVD where it looks like one of those, you know, writer's journals Ooh, that, cool. that are featured in the movie, you know, yeah. with the, 
um yeah so it, it had like a clip on it and i lost the plastic clip and the whole thing right? <laughs> how so, dare you <laughs> yeah it was just you know it was a you know collector's edition memento and i just remember when i first saw this movie i think i rented it at first it just blew me away just the style uh you could really tell that the director behind the camera had a vision uh a true filmmaker right christopher nolan right and and he's proven that time and time again but even if even if memento was the only film he ever made um i don't think it can be ignored if you're a film uh fanatic you know if you're yeah. a film film buff you want to you want to see all the different ways that stories can be portrayed on the big screen and this one was uh unique it not only had that sort of black and white aesthetic but it that was done purposefully to be telling this sort of story in reverse where then you were getting um, the, the flip side of the story starting from the beginning um, in color and it kind of going um, sort of forward and back at the same time until they met in. The yeah. Movie. It merges together. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that was just uh yeah, that, that story. And then just, it's kind of one of those things like the, you know, sixth sense or anything with a big twisty reveal at the mm-hmm. end where it's so it's such a mystery that when you go back and watch it, it's so great to see how the like the breadcrumbs are laid and how the you know the the, the hints are there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, um, love Memento, love Christopher Nolan. Yeah, no kidding. Just, just it seems like it's the movie that really like set off what we think of him today. I mean, I know obviously he was making movies before that, but like this seems to be mm-hmm. the one where all of a sudden the paths just split, and now he's. Now he's Christopher Nolan. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. He's not just Christopher Nolan. He's Christopher Nolan. <laughs> it's one of those. So, uh, Mike, you're. I think we're all on the same page that we really like this movie. But you're... yeah, I think it's a. Ma- I think it's a masterpiece and like a modern day classic. Yeah. And I remember watching it for the first time. And you know, when you watch a, when you watch when you're young and you watch movies kind of for the first time, they blow you away. But then when you watch movies over and over, you kind of do see a bit of a formula with especially like Hollywood type movies. And then when you see a movie that comes along and does something does something with it that's totally different and totally unique like that sticks with you right so for sure i'll always remember the first time i saw memento because i didn't see it coming at all and it did something that i'd never seen before and that's what you those are the tend to be the movies you remember and yeah i've loved christopher nolan ever since you know not every director not every time you watch a movie you think like who directed that and you kind of like become a lifelong fan of the director but with Memento, that's what happened. And, and uh, ever since then, I've always been e- like eager to see what his next release is. But I know he keeps challenging, you know, the genre and challenging what movies can be and doing unique things and not just doing the same old, uh, you know, try to test it, uh, yeah. you know, three act structure, structure, very yeah, linear storytelling kind of... type movie. So yeah, I, I love, I loved it. And I love Christopher Nolan and, even though it was one of his earlier movies, I still think it's one of his like best. I agree. Um, I, I definitely think it's one of his best yeah. ones. Yeah, for sure. And no, I guess I'm, that's, that's like, like you said, it's just, it's sort of um, you, it's, it has an impact because it's so well put together, like so well mm-hmm. constructed like that. And we, there's lots of movies like that since then, but it seems like, I don't know, Memento kind of uh, may have set the bar for a lot of, for a, a while, or at least started to create this trend and you know it seems like oh it was it was only 2000 but it was still it was still 20 years ago you know like it was yeah. still it was still 2001 it was still 20 years ago that's you know it's still a long time there's been lots of uh movies that have sort of tried to be unique like that and that's the thing with him is that it seems like all his stuff or mo- the vast majority of it 
is so unique, right? And I think that really makes it a reason to go to the theater when you're able to go to the theater, you know? Or yeah, a lot of movies Tenet, swing. Go out of the way to watch something like Tenant, you know? I always like respect when a filmmaker or director of a movie swings for the fences and tries to do something different but it's just like when some movie swings for the fences and then also knocks it out of the park yeah like memento <laughs> it's a right. special movie right so like that's, that's true. i it just remember i just will never forget it and this is like an experience and like the potential that movies can be and when you see a movie like that you always chase that kind of yeah that that feeling of like oh this movie really challenged me or really surprised me and that's I, you wish you could watch a movie like that every night but uh, I know. Yeah. You, you wish everything fight. on the list was like, that. yeah. <laughs> um, was the reason why I saw the time machine with Guy Pierce. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's Guy Pierce. Memento. Okay. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. Well, or, or not. Or not. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think I mentioned on social media that, you know, I saw Shades of Memento in Tenet, right? So, yes, I mean, there's, there's sure. a lot. You could tell the same kind of passion he had for Memento he brought to that film. You know, whether you like it or not, there's definitely. Uh, some parallels there and yeah. how yeah. he put how he composed that piece right so yeah. 19 years um, 19 years later that's that's yeah we and watching. you know I'm, I'm looking here and i realize of course this film memento is a, a festival darling right and uh it did come out in january 2001 in at sundance but it was actually at tiff before that september oh, 2000 oh. september 9 2000 at tiff and imagine us if we were like youngins trying to sneak in a tiff to see that if we were so fortunate you know what i mean but uh that's pretty crazy and look at that it came out on my birthday in france so look at that <laughs> look at that how how thoughtful the movie france. made for me <laughs> the movie, <laughs> a movie made for you in france mm -hmm. for um, french me french you <laughs> It does have a French appeal to it. You know, Jan Waltier. Yeah. <laughs> Jan Waltier. Yeah. Nice. Um, just a few days later, I feel like this is sort of a, um, uh, because I played a couple of the Game Boy games earlier and mentioned Mario Land and Wario Land. This is on, on March, yeah, 21st. March 21st, also in 2001. So this is the same week. This is for a completely different audience, but also released in Japan on March 21st, 2000 was the Game Boy Advance. Mario powers up for Super Mario Advance 4, Super Mario Brothers 3, only for Game Boy fans, rated E for everyone. So this is in Japan, but this is, you know, the worldwide launch of it. And this is the next step in handheld. The next big step, I think, because there was like, what, 900 versions of the Game Boy Advance. Um, and uh, I, well, I guess color was next and then there was this. Right. But Advance, I think, was was big because it had the different cartridges. It was supposed to be a little bit better pop of color and graphics and things like that. And, you know, along with it was Super Mario Advance, which was basically Super Mario World 2 with Ooh. Yoshi and, and the yellow cape and all that kind of stuff. So. I just thought this was a great opportunity to talk about our experience with Game Boy really overall. And if we had an advance and all that stuff. Um, yep. Mike, did you have, were you, were you an advanced kid or did you skip I did. I had a Game Boy Advance. I loved my Game Boy Color, but my Game Boy Color was, I only really had the original uh, Pokemon game. And then Game Boy Advanced, uh, I had and I had the Super Mario, Super Mario game you're talking about. And I don't remember the top of my head, but whatever Game Boy Advanced Pokemon games plus... A bunch of it other would games, have been like, crystal uh, gold and silver right or crystal. yeah yeah 
Yeah, I think so. I think gold was color, but uh, you could you could play them all in the advance. That was the great I think, thing. I think advance. crystal was the advance release, but it was from that gold yeah. and silver era. Yeah, and then there were some other ones that came out. I think on the advance, like emeralds or something like that. But yeah, the, uh, the ruby, the ruby sapphire ones and stuff. I yeah, think was, maybe. so yeah. I, I probably played my advance probably more than I played my Game Boy Color, and uh, same. It was just man, just being a kid and being going on a long car ride and playing your Game Boy Advance, just ah, something. Nice. Oh, I had the same one. I had the white one. I had the white so one. So I had the I had electric the purple, purple, like the one you could see. Through. Oh, yeah. It's like the oh, yeah. Most people had that yeah. that I knew, yeah. 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 And I got it's my funny sweet, because... sweet original Game Boy um, satchel. It's got a Good for my oh no, fanny not, pack. Not fanny pack. It is a fanny pack. Oh, it's a fanny pack. I love how you tried to dodge fanny pack with satchel. I got my Game Boy Advance satchel right here. I got my satchel where I keep my Skittles. Um, <laughs> oh, it's a fanny pack. All right. Look you know how small what, it is too. How is that supposed to if fit I had anything? If I seen you with the fanny pack, I would have given you a pass if you would pulled it in advance out and let me play with it. If yeah, that, it's an acceptable fanny pack to wear for it sure. It is. It's like it's pink. Well, all sh- fanny like, packs in the '90s or whatever were acceptable. Yeah. Oh yeah, I got I got my original Game Boy. It with it came with this pouch and stuff as a gift in grade two. That's 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 I'm awesome. Story about fanny packs. It's only applicable to one person. You probably won't listen to this. But I was like, Canada's Wonderland. Rocking a fanny pack in like grade seven, summer of grade seven. And literally my buddy sees me, points at me and goes, hey. And I just like did one of these and like walked away because I knew I was wearing a fanny pack. <laughs> you got to never it, let man. me live it down. You He's like, why'd you walk it. away? I'm like, yeah, why'd you walk away? And he doesn't know why. He knew I was rocking the fanny pack. Oh, okay. He's like, you looked cool. Why did you walk away? <laughs> No, he, he you couldn't you couldn't make time for him. You were too you're busy off with the cool kids over there. You yeah, I didn't come on. So, yeah. I didn't have a Game Boy Advance in there. No. <laughs> you didn't have your Game Boy. Well, that was your problem. That was your yeah. Problem, that's for your sure. first issue right there. And it didn't have a didn't have a pink trim like this one did. <laughs> the, the the biggest thing I think about when Game Boy Advance is I think uh, you know how spoiled kids are these days, and I think about sitting with my Game Boy Advance. And my parents had to buy me like this attachment that was like a magnifying glass. Oh, you know, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know that thing? Man. Because yeah. when you this got screen handheld is consoles not back big. in the day, it's smaller than the palm of your hand, I bet. The look screen at, on that thing. Yeah, yeah, look at it. Yeah, look at the screen. Yeah. And my hand isn't that big. I don't have yeah. huge hands. It's like this thing's smaller than my hand. Of that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I literally so, remember thinking so how much funny. more advanced it was. No pun intended. But no, like, but you're right, though. It was, though. And they were yeah. right. They, it looked better. The, you know, the Game Boy Color just turned regular Game Boy games with a little bit of color in them. This like looked like you were playing Super Nintendo games. Yeah. With, yeah. It did. Yeah. Right. So, that like, that is cool. That is awesome. Yeah. The fact that I could play Super Mario World and yoshi's island which i have both sitting right beside me and and with you wherever you go something that you've only been able to do on your tv and now you can take it anywhere you go yeah is was was and also because of when it came out it was probably like four ish years maybe since you regularly played your super nintendo because at this point it was n64 Mm -hmm. and going into playstation days right so you're playing your N64. You're not. You, when was the last time you played your Super Nintendo in 2000, you know, at this point, right? In 2001, probably a couple years. So now you're playing mini, mini nostalgia as like a, you know, 12 year old <laughs> or yeah. whatever it was. Looking back, I'm realizing how much like handhelds 
like uh shaped my like gaming love for gaming and everything because i was looking i'm thinking of it now like i had a game boy i had a game Boy Advance, i had a game gear. game gear i had a ds i had a 3ds like, I've had, yeah i've oh, had like good all of the so good <laughs> handhelds almost and now the switch and like handheld gaming is like it, it is like a legit uh way to get people into gaming it's well, a legit way to game i think and like more than just phones, but like a dedicated, you know, system that you hold in your device, hands. Yeah. yeah. No, nah, but you nailed it. Like it, it was our smartphones, right? That's what it was. Yeah. It was our yeah. our time waster when we couldn't mm-hmm. do anything but sit in a car or wait yeah, around. Yeah. A I mean, I'm room. still I'm still Team Vita. The Vita was awesome. I had that, <laughs> and it was <laughs> it was solid. It was hard to find like a lot, like a huge library of games and stuff, but like. You know, it was it was great, like you said, Mike. It's it sort of um, the handheld. Well, I love really... my Switch, and the Switch is really just a yeah. You know, it somehow made kinda. handhelds relevant again with the Switch, right? Like, yeah, I love that. Yeah, well, I played. Did that. I played almost the entirety of the seventy-five hours of Hades handheld because we were in the midst of packing, and the TV was being used often, and I just just kept it handheld all the time. It, it's a little too weird for my, my size hands and it kind of hurt sometimes, but like, it was great. It was great. It was awesome. You know, you play a game like that or you play like a bunch of the games. And game the screen Advanced is so games. big now, right? Imagine you should hold your uh, advanced up next to your switch and just show the difference. Well, look at, look at the difference between the advanced and this fucking beer can. <laughs> <laughs> like it's not even, yeah. it's like smaller than the, it's than smaller the can. than a beer can. Yeah. That's crazy. Funny. It wouldn't even My... fit the milliliters in the in the you know the ounces <laughs> of this beer can. <laughs> My biggest memory from Advance were playing a lot of racing games. Like, you know, oh, I yeah. talked about my first encounter with the Zero franchise. Zero was with uh, Advance, but also I had uh, you know the Mario Kart, and I had yeah, the Pod points. Racing game, which was I think it Ooh, was before the N sixty four one. I think it. I think I it think was. So. Might have been Unreal pod racing because I have a lot of memories playing the podcast pod racing game, podcasting game, podcast <laughs> the podcasting game. That's what we play now. Yeah, it was a Game Boy Color game. So yeah, yeah, it was it was before um, the N sixty four one. Yeah, wow, shit, I didn't realize that, and it had the Rumble Pack on it. Yeah, that's what I remember putting in my advance was that big Rumble Pack. Yeah, it's it says it's a Game Boy Color game, so it, so maybe I just got it there. around the Those same Rumble time packs. that I got my advance because yeah, the, I had yeah, the Rumble color. Packs had the little batteries too. Yeah, what a battery! Yeah, wow, yeah. I completely forgot that they had a version of this for that. Oh yeah, it was an, it was a top down looking thing, crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh man, yeah, I had, we played a lot of our um, our Game Boy regular Game Boy and Game Boy Color games on on the advance too, which I thought you know it's great that they actually gave you the option to do that. You could just play your yeah. old games, yeah. right? I mean, that's been Nintendo's MO for most of their systems, yeah. right? Like yeah, I can understand them not carrying that's over. That's why I loved the Wii, because it was a GameCube as well. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, no kidding. And then the controllers yep. and stuff too, like you can still use them. So um, the only thing you mentioned, um, uh, the magnifying glass, Mike, that reminds me of just like, just not having a backlight oh, yeah. on your screen. Yep. Like I never got the one that had the backlight, which I think was... I think it was the SP. SP. The one, yeah, the yeah. flip one. I think that had the I, light. I, think I had on that it. one too. Yeah, I never had that. I just had this one, which is crazy that it still works. But um, but not having a backlight and like coming back from, you know, family's house or a sports tournament or something at night and just like needing to have a light on just to play it. And in the winter when it's dark at, you know, fucking 5 p.m., 
Like you can't see shit and you just want to play your Game Boy for half an hour in the car and your parents are yelling at you that you had the lights on because it's they can't see. You had to hold it up and wait for the street lights to come by. And when you yeah. have that split, split second of the street light, you could do something. You could do something. Don't real throw quick. the Pokeball yet. Not yeah. yet. Yeah. It's incredible what we put up with. Yeah, exactly. We were a very patient generation. Yeah, yeah I guess we might, might have, we had to be, right? There's a lot of ways that we but had to Surprisingly, do. I gave a Game Boy Color to my nephew who plays like PS4 and Switch and all this craziness. And he still enjoyed like, you know, Pokemon Pinball and all these things on Game Boy, oh, which yeah, I we, thought was yeah, I have Pokemon impressive. Pinball Summer over here too. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Well, if it's a, a classic game. game, it's good gameplay. I mean, good mechanics. Then it's timeless. Yeah. Yeah. And it has a rumble feature. I mean, come on. I mean, <laughs> true. where can you find that? This, where, this where, day and age. where could you possibly get a rumble feature <laughs> now? <laughs> 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 All right, gents. Um, that's cool. That was fun. That was good, guys. Um, I think we'll uh, we'll call it a night, and we'll uh, we'll do one last little cheers and uh, and move on hey. to. I think I think next we have, uh, or at least pretty soon, we're going to have some Snyder Cut talk because I think we have to. We talked we about it when it was announced. We we have it, you know, queued up somewhere. So we're gonna we're gonna put ourselves. Where are we on the hype uh, meter? I know first reactions are out. So. <laughs> I just I just don't know how good it could possibly be. I just don't I'm slightly I just, above meh, er, eh, but I'm like I'm half I'm neutral. I'm pretty yeah, neutral. I'm looking, I, I'd I'm say I'm pretty neutral. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. I think I think I think uh just seeing dark side on the big screen is enough for me to get excited, honestly. Well, uh, I have to wait for one the big of the biggest then. problems <laughs> I had with the Justice League movie was like the Steppenwolf bad guy character like yeah like you're just gonna lead the justice league movie with some no name like i like comic books and i barely knew who he was so yeah well, yeah he was that, consistent with the martha crowd in bbs yeah. so yeah, <laughs> yeah so the if martha they don't have crowd. that martha scene if they <laughs> that, Mar- side, that martha niche crowd they really have to <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was the perfect uh, big bad for Martha. Yeah. For, Mar- for the Martha, Martha boys. Martha yeah. Boys. yeah, so I'm actually like, and it's four hours. Like, I'm always down for oh, comic book, fuck. movie content. See, I'm not but, down with the fact that it's four um, hours. It's just like, come on, man. It's going to be a lot of slow-mo. A lot of slow-mo. Probably, <laughs> probably two hours of slow-mo in four-hour movie. I'd say at least no, no Zack Snyder. No Quicksilver montage? Um, what? Yeah, yeah really, be, right? Come on. But uh, yeah, I'm just... Yeah, I'm actually a bit more excited than you guys probably. I I, th- I actually do think it could be a lot better than the Justice League movie, which I did I, not like. Yeah, I'm so. expecting it to be a little bit better, but I don't I don't I don't expect to to walk away from it going, "Wow, that was like thank God they did this." My, my biggest disappointment is that they're hyping it's going to be a lot different, and my biggest disappointment is going to be ve- is that it's going to be very similar. Yes. To the Justice like League movie, a just like a few new scenes. Or yeah, yeah, or a different third act. If yeah, that, I'll be really disappointed. Like, I really want an entire new movie. Like, I just want it to be like as much new as possible and throw as much of the original as you can. But I know that's probably not going to happen. Yeah, but that's what I would want. But I think that we'll I think see. I think the scenario you're you're laying out there that it's going to be just a little bit different here and there is probably I'll be the most realistic situation. I'll probably situation. be disappointed if, that, <laughs> yeah. if it's just like a director's yeah. cut and it has like you know the same I mean, scenes but different takes on, and then yeah. different final but right. it's four hours so there's at least an hour and a half or whatever of, of d- yeah, new footage the first so. one wasn't long enough right so yeah, yeah, was, yeah like yeah. i wonder if there's a lot <laughs> from because he was going to make two films right so i wonder if mm-hmm. there's a lot from like part two that he's cramming into this to like mm-hmm. 
Does, are we we expecting an end basically to this version of the DCU or like is that what you're? No, I think it's going to end on a cliffhanger. That's what I think because mm. I think he expected mm-hmm. to make more, and that's going to be a bit disappointing. But what can you do? Yeah. But yeah, I think the point of it is not to necessarily keep this as part of the the canon of the of the of the movies. Or I mean, it is because it's they're they're bringing it back and everything. But yeah, I think it's not going to be like this wrapped up ending. And they're just going to keep it that way, you know? And I think that yeah. that's just how it's going to be. Um, Cause this is the footage. Like you guys said, this is, this is what he has. This is what they're working with. And this is how they're going to just have to do it. And maybe that's not yeah. a bad thing. So, so I'm excited to see Batfleck returning for at least one last time. Yeah, me too. Or, me too. You know, second yeah. last time. And uh, you know, it's just that one trailer didn't really like the Joker appearance didn't really do anything for me. And uh, I'm probably going to end up <laughs> no. like sad flat. At the end of it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. just I could do without but, the whole uh, Jared Little Joker ever seeing him again, to be honest. Uh, that's I know I'm done with that. That was yeah. it was a one and done. We're we're done with yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> so, I could actually I mean, go a long time without ever seeing the character of the Joker again on in live action, and I'd be perfectly happy with that. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm always been I've always been a Harley Quinn fan before I've been a Joker fan, so I'm fine with seeing her over and over again. Mm. I, you can get a little bit more out of her, I think, because she's so wacky. Um, and Joker's just been potentially overdone at this point. You, so. can just, you, know, wow. you can only have so many definitive Joker performances in your lifetime until it's like they're too <laughs> And this is not one of them. So. So. No, yeah, yeah, not, not, not even close. Yeah. I mean, between the definitive three live action, anyways, with yeah. I mean, Nicholson, Ledger, and uh, you know, Joaquin Phoenix mm-hmm. uh, in no particular mm-hmm. order. Sorry, Ledger. <laughs> Ledger being the, the, on the Ledger top. number one. Let's be, um, be real. Yeah. But but I mean, between those three, I mean, you don't really need any other takes. And no, not anytime soon. Hamill you have the animated the versions, side, so. which are good. You have the Mark Hamill version. It's sa- oversaturated. But I will point. say this. I am ready to be, uh, what, what do you call it? Proven wrong. Proven wrong. Uh, amazed. Uh, you know, Prepared to be amazed. Happily, <laughs> happily uh, disappointed, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just... Um, yeah, just just uh, proven wrong. I think I think that's yeah. that's the right way to say it. So, all right. So we'll uh, we'll cue that up as soon as we can, and we'll we'll record something on that. And then, um, yeah, until that time, I uh, hope everyone uh, is safe and healthy out there. Uh, Mike, where's everyone keeping up with their stuff right now? We're actually broadcasting on on Twitch. If anyone wants to find that that video, we'll probably put a couple of clips up and stuff like that too, which is kind of fun. Um, yeah. That's at uh, twitch.tv slash back in my day games. So find us there. And Mike, what about everything else? I tweeted out the link. So everybody yes. share it right now. There we go. <laughs> yeah. And uh, on social media, you can find us at day back in on Instagram and uh, Twitter. And the podcast is called back in my day. Uh, find us on your podcast app of choice. If you really want to help us out, give us a little five-star rating on uh, iTunes, Apple podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Exactly. All that stuff helps. Um, and uh, until that time, gentlemen, thanks for joining me once again. I am grateful. Thank you very much. And uh, we'll talk to everybody. And cheer, cheers. Cheer, one last cheers. And, uh, and we'll talk to everybody soon. Thanks for listening. Super Mario Advance, only for Game Boy Advance.